Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's Anchor dot fm to get started this is the porch this is darnell smith let's get it baby anchor i love you yo 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 what's popping you kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world i'm your boy b jones aka bolo but of course you already knew that as always i'm here with my dog yes sir yes sir it's your boy d nail aka big smitty aka d nice and this is the porch Dream. I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get pulled, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top but was raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bros. Yeah. What's going on? It's been a long, long time, time, man. It's been a long time, long time no see, brother. I'm happy to see you, man. Happy to see so you much, too, man. So much has transpired in a couple weeks. I feel like... I feel like it's been two or three months, but it's only been a couple weeks, though. It's crazy. Man, I feel the same way, man. It just was a busy, busy March, man. I, and I knew that coming into it, just with everything I had going on, schedule. So, man, it's it's kind of, it, it was a great month, a lot of positive, but it feels good to kind of be back 
here recording this and kind of back, you know, back in LA, back at home. Back to the routine, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with the routine. But let's talk about you for a little bit. So you went out <laughs> of the country for a little bit. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? Got your feet wet, you know, shout out to my boy. <laughs> You know, Jew Jack and Zanae, you know what I mean? Nice. Tying that knot, beautiful union. I wish I could have been there. I've seen uh, some of the pictures online. Looked like a, an awesome time. Looked like y'all had a great time. So how was, how was Mexico, bro? Yeah, it was, bro, for the most part, it was dope, man. Just for me, it was my first time leaving the country, me and my wife, Chanel. So mm -hmm. it's like from the beginning, right? When we first even landed in Cancun, going through the airport is crazy, bro, because you got people on left and right of you trying to just sell you like with something. Whether it's some stuff they got in their hands, whether it's like the, the, a taxi, uh, a, a car rental, they reaching out. <laughs> and it's funny too, one of the things they say is like, instead of saying uh, like cheap as hell, this is cheap as hell, they say um, uh, almost free, almost free, almost free. <laughs> so it was just, it was funny like learning the culture and like being a part of that, man. But now nah, it was dope, bro. I mean, we, we went, on, uh, went on an excursion to like the Mayans. Like near near Tulum, and I got in something called the cenote, which is like a underground water cave, okay. ninety feet deep, fresh water. You know, I'm scared as hell. I'm from Post Road. Can't swim. I can swim. Okay, I can't can, swim. You can, swim. You can survive. There you go. Okay. And I'm not a confident swimmer. I had a life jacket on, and that motherfucker wasn't working. I'm gonna be real with yeah. you, <laughs> bro. You got, hey, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. You got a lot of balls, bro. Cause I can't swim, and they like, yeah, we'll put a life jacket on you, two life jackets. I'm like, nah. I'm, I'm cool. Like, if my feet ain't touching the ground, bro, if I can't feel nothing and can't stand up, oh, it's over with. It's bro, the over. thing about it, like I said, it, it's fresh water. So, with fresh water, like, you don't you don't float at all. It ain't like ocean water where you, it kind of, so no. you, if you don't know how to, you know, tread water, you can go straight down. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big dude, a lot of muscle, I'm dense. So, the life jacket, like, it worked, but, like, like if, if, I, if I'm not doing nothing, water, like, right here. So like it worked, but I ain't, I ain't really confident in how much it worked. But Ooh, I was scared as hell, bro. But Chanel, little uh, brave ass, she can't swim. Five foot ass, she she want to go out there. So me as the husband is like, damn, I got, got to, you got I to, got to, my queen out there. So, but it was fun though, bro. What one thing I will say though, man, being in Cancun for a full week, them last forty eight hours, bro, I was through. You, you got everything. It's all inclusive. We drinking. Non-stop every day. Every day, all day. Eating all day. Them last two days, bro, we in the club with it. I didn't know Cancun, bro, get down like that. Like, they downtown is like mini Vegas. Like, really? literally, bro, I'm talking about, I ain't gonna talk about specifics, but it's stuff on the, people on the sidewalk trying to woo, woo, woo. You got clubs lit. Like, they they open till four, they open late. Hookah bar, like, it's lit. So, I was, it, was a, it was a crazy experience, though, bro. And That's beautiful funny, ceremony, bro. obviously. Man, I uh, I wish I could have made that trip. Um, I see so many people making that move to Cancun too. I ain't never been to Cancun, so mm. I heard it's beautiful. Like the resorts are are beautiful. The weather's always nice. The the hospitality, you know, people are always friendly. That's what's up, bro. Nah, what's dope, so, bro? The water. Oh, I forgot beautiful. to tell you. So, uh, uh so I did. So I did make a quick trip to Houston though. Um, yeah. I went. I went for like two days. Um, my boy Coop. Shout out to my dog. It was his birthday. So I went out there um, Friday through Sunday. So it was literally like a like a quick turnaround, but we was like, boom, boom, boom. So like in Houston, bro, ain't, I should just turn Houston into hookah. Like I should just call the state of, like the city of Houston hookah, just because everywhere you go, bro, 
uh, brunch spot, club, gas station, corner store. They got hookah just ready, no where ready you to at? fire up hookah everywhere. But it was cool though, bro. Like day parties off the chain. Like it's they got like a gold mine down there in Houston, man. Like the just the, uh, the love, bro. The hospitality, like it's cool. It was just people from all around the, the world, essentially. There, like you know, from L.A., Chicago, Indianapolis, Minnesota. Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody from um, South Africa, you know, we ran into. So it was just like, you know, it was a good time to be down there. And, and people from all over the world was down there and just kicking it, though. Like, it's cool. Everybody <laughs> just just having a good time, bro. Good vibes. Just, just vibing out. I'm like, man, this is love, bro. Just a I good saw time. some of your Instagram story. You posted an amazing meal. I can't remember what it is on top of my head, but Turkey Leg Hut. Turkey Leg Hut. Turkey Leg Hut in Houston. Was I will, I'm, I'm not. A lot of people speak highly of Turkey Leg Hut just because a lot of famous people go there and stuff. They just, you know, say everything turkey and stuff. I had like a um, a turkey leg stuffed baked potato. Ooh. So it had like some some um, galvanized barbecue sauce, right? Follow me with the turkey, chopped up turkey mm-hmm. in the baked potato with some cheese on it. Um, and then with uh, some shrimp and just kind of some other little You're stuff. You're going crazy. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. Will I say it's overrated? Mm, low key. It was fire mm-hmm. though. But for, <laughs> for the pressure they put, the, was it fire? You know which one is it? You know what I mean, it, it was it was it was good. I'm gonna say it was good. Would I would I break the bank to get down there? Like would I go down there when I go to Houston again? Would I have to stop to get turkey leg cut again? Probably not. Okay. But it was a good thing that, that you know going into Houston for the first time, like checking that off the list. People are like you going to Houston, gotta go to turkey leg cut. So I went, you know what I mean? It was cool, you know, food was decent, but, um, you know, it was good to just knock it off the list. I can say I did it, if that makes sense. Nah, but it was dope though. It was dope. It was dope, man. I definitely will go back. I'm glad, you know, obviously a couple of weeks ago, they had all that pipes busting and oh, yeah. houses falling apart in the Texas and stuff like that. So I was kind of nervous when I went down there trying to see if they recovered or not. Um, and man, they made a full recovery. We, we was, uh, kind of downtown, but we was by the Galleria. So it was like the fashion mall down there. Lil Dirk was in the same hotel with as us. You know what I mean? He had a whole camouflage, like a whole flock of motherfuckers with him. Of course, we couldn't. You should have linked up. That's your boy. I'm from the same hood. You know, phoning them. We ain't, we ain't from the same hood. But, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, bro, he, he international now, bro. He got songs with Neo and Queen Naja, bro. You can't. Ain't the same no more. Yeah, bro. He, he on a whole different planet right now, so. Y'all from 63rd, ain't you? I'm not from 63rd. <laughs> he is either. We're not from 63rd. RP King Von. Nah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, bro. It was a good time, though, man. Like I said, the last couple of weeks, I feel like we was just doing so much, bro. Like we was just boom, 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 boom. So it was good to get back, though. Nah, it's, it's great to be back, man. I'm excited, man. So, I mean, what's I mean, what's on what's on your mind right now, bro? Man, Talk so to a me. Lot, man. A lot is a lot has transpired in the world, man, since we last talked. You know, and obviously we can't fit everything within this within this small episode, but we'll try to accomplish as much as possible. Um, you know, until we get our points across. But um, getting into it, um, first thing I want to hit you with, I think I sent you a video earlier this week just to kind of get your mind wrapped around it. I forgot mm-hmm. the guy is some type of guy on social media, y'all. Uh, you know what I mean? Nice fade, got a beard, you know what I mean? He always just trying to get people to game and stuff about, you know, relationships. Not the not the Jackson guy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about him later. Not him, but it's some other dude who be giving the game, 
and I don't really know his name, but I just see him every time when I'm scrolling and stuff and he, he pops up and people share his videos. And he was talking about how it is impossible, not even impossible, but he was saying it, it isn't right for a man to have, or a woman or anybody of the opposite sex to have friendships um, outside of their marriage of the opposite sex. So like, you know, with my, with my wife, right. And if I had single women that are my friends, he's saying like, that's, that's trouble. That's dangerous. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Stay away from that at, at, at all costs. You know what I'm saying? Because the temptation and the, the mentalities of a single woman and stuff like that, if you're doing nice stuff, he was like, it's only going to turn around and bite you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm kind of conflicted with that, with that statement. A lot of people like, man, I agree with him. A lot of people like, man. He's stupid, you know what I'm saying? So what do you think about that? You know what I mean? We both are married, so I think it's it's, it's right for us to put our, um, you know, to give up our thought and opinion on it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's to me, for real, it's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. You know, I think women want us to answer one way, but essentially there isn't a right or wrong answer, but what you think? That's, man, you right, bro, man, it, it's tough. And I, I think, I mean, it's not really a right or wrong answer, but for me, I would say, um, it, it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex. And the reason is, uh, I think if you're in a relationship and especially if you're married, then you you should have that trust of your partner. Otherwise you wouldn't even be married, right? You know what I mean? That, that's one of the biggest things personally for me of, of why I got married is, is that loyalty factor, right? That trust. So for me, if I didn't have that, if I didn't believe in that, I wouldn't even got with you or, or you know, drop down on that knee to, to give you a ring and marry you. So if you have a male friend, you know, my wife has a male friend or whatever, long as it's all respect, I'm cool. Like the way I think about it is, uh, like if, if you haven't gave given me a reason to be concerned or worried, then I'm not gonna be worried. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, something happened in the past to where you got me feeling a little, little shaky or whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. then that, that's, that's where I might feel a little different. Uh, what I will say though is, I do think friendships are like, it's different once you're once you're married though, right? So like, what I mean by that is like when I was in college or whatever, you know, I had I had more female friends, and I would you know I might talk to them more more often, or you know, and it was still it was straight just friendships, but I would have more conversations with them, and it, it was different, right? But once like you know graduate and then you actually like get married and like you're kind of at a different level in right. your life and your relationship, it's like um, I don't I don't talk. To, to, to too many, you know, anymore. Like if I see somebody in passing, of course it's all love. Um, if someone reaches out or comments on something I'm doing on social media, it's all love, but I'm not like actively like reaching out, you know, nearly as much as maybe I, I used to when I was younger. So, um, you know, is that a personal choice by me? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe all guys are like that. I don't know, but I, I do feel like it's, it, it turns a little different once you are actually married. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. I think, I think too, like, just, I think in general, it's a respect thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, once you get married, you know, um, that exclusiveness kind of, when you bind it together, it's kind of like, like they say, like, what's mine is yours type thing, right? So that's the same thing with a friendship. So for me, it, it, it definitely, I think friendships ultimately do change when you get married. And that could be, you know, you and your boy, and, and you and a, and a single yeah. single woman, it, it changes just ultimately just because you're spending more time, you know, with your wife and, you know, you're, you're building a life together and, and things like that. So um, it's just important for you to always remain on the same page, you know what I'm saying, with 
you know, your significant other. Um, is it possible though? I think absolutely it is possible. Obviously it starts with trust. And like you said, it has to be something where, you know, you're not giving nobody a reason to think, you know, it's something other than that friendship, but, um, kind of where we are now in life, man, it's like, you just don't even want to be bothered with the, just the extra nonsense and the potential of shit that can go down. So you just kind of want to stay away from it, you know, at all costs, you know, um, even with me, I think I, I've lost a few, few female, female friends, um, you know, in the mix, you know, you know, while getting married and, and being married. And that, I think that's just something you go through. Uh, I think this is just a part of growth. Um, you know, obviously you want to respect, you know, at the end of the day, your wife's feelings or your husband's feelings, that's kind of top priority. So you want to respect how they feel and things like that. So you just got to move and adjust accordingly. Um, I do believe though, that you can't just, you can't just be friends with somebody without your wife or your husband not being somewhat in, in intertwined in that relationship. Right, right. Like right. You so mean. you can't just have just an out an outside relationship um, without just, you know, having your wife in the mix or having your husband in the mix. Because if you're feeling left out and things like that, then I think that's when the problems start to to, mm-hmm. to come about and, and things like that. So if, if it's a situation where you got single friends and, you know, it's a thing where you only can hang out with them if it just one-on-one then that's a problem but you know if it's you and your wife being able to mingle and and hang out and kick it and everything is cool you know then absolutely yeah i mean like you said man i mean like all of us we have different jobs we started careers and of course at your at your job it's gonna be people of the opposite sex and you're at your job i don't i know it's a pandemic right now it's weird but typically you're at your job you know Eight, eight, ten hours. Like you know, you were these people all more time. time. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you're naturally going to build some type of you know, relate like relationships, friendships, acquaintances, something with everybody there. You know what I mean? Opposite sex, same thing, whatever. So like, there's a chance. Yeah, you might get cool with you know uh, with with the female you know a coworker or what have you. You know, coworkers might want to go out to eat together, do a happy hour together, and it's all just straight friendships. And I don't think like if you're married, you have to just stay away from that. Now I will say this, you have to know yourself. And if you're someone who you just like, you know like, man, my self-control is is real thin. And if I have two drinks and I'm around the opposite sex and we, we in a certain setting, it might be hard for me to control my you know my actions and my temptations so if you know yourself and you can't handle that then yeah oh, you know move the situation exactly you know the absolutely 100%. bro i feel it so i mean is i mean is that is that a, do, you, do you i mean does do you, do you think a lot of people have successful you know relationships with outside people because i feel like for me like i don't want to i don't think I'm gonna just be real with you. Talk I, to me. Talk to me. It's damn near. It's kind of tough because sometimes, some days I do wake up and be like, man, like having my girl have like male friends, like this is something that I'm open to, right? But then some days when I'm like, man, fuck that, hell no, like I'm not. Nah, we ain't with none of that shit. Especially if like right. a, somebody's single, like if a woman, a single woman, you know what I mean? Your girl already gonna be feeling some type of way because they she's single. You know oh, what I'm really? saying? And, you know, and if, you know, you essentially a nice guy and, you know, you're doing nice things, you know, you don't know how that comes across to people and things like that. So, um, like you said, it's one of those things where it's just like, you got to draw the line, you know, people got to understand. But at the same time, like I said, one day I wake up and I'm like, man, fuck that. Nah, we can't. And then sometimes I'm the same way, bro. (laughs) 
it's okay. Like, you know, it's okay to, you know, go out and, you know, have your friends. You I, know, I, your I, friends I know how are. dudes are, bro. That's what it is, bro. I'm a man. I know how men are, you know what I mean? Man, bro. Bro, I read this, this meme and they was like, why do you think dudes be so hard on guys when they date their sisters or anything like that? Because dudes know how doggish dudes can be you know what i mean yes. how grimy dudes can be so it's like i know the game like you know what i'm saying <laughs> you can't fool me <laughs> you, can't fool, you can't fool me at right. all so and now a lot of people and then a lot of people like oh yeah you know you just can't be insecure and you can't be feeling that nah i'm not don't i'm don't hit me with that right you, know what <laughs> you I'm gotta saying? just be real bro let's be real bro most men if they're not friends with you, right? No family, not friends with you. If the opportunity presented them to, to take another step, have sex with, with your girl, kiss your girl, they went straight through the door. Ain't no loyalty to somebody Jeez. who you ain't rocking with or, or who you ain't, who you don't know, or who you ain't, well, you might know them, but like, if y'all ain't friends, y'all ain't, you don't, you don't give two shits about them. And there's an opportunity where your woman is vulnerable or whatever the case may be. She has a weak point. They gonna take it. Cause they don't give a fuck about you. So that's what it comes down to. So that's why as a man, it's like, all right, y'all cool. But any funny business, I cut that shit off quick. I don't play that. I, I feel you quick. Quick, quick. So it's like- I see both sides, I guess is what I'm I saying. See, I, see, I see both sides, but ultimately like, I'm 90, I'm 90, I'm 90% on like, stay out the way. Yeah. We're not even trying to have this conversation. We're not even Play trying safe. to be in that room or in that vicinity where, you know, we thinking about, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what's going to make with so-and-so or, yeah, fuck no, fuck that. No, you got too much other that. stuff to worry about in life. You got rent due, mortgage due. You got, I ain't got time to add any other little weird stuff to, to no, you know, extra. stress me out. Yeah, I mean, I can't go with the extra shit. Then, mm -hmm. so that's that guy. Then let's talk about the Jackson dude. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the, always online, you know what I'm saying? He always talking about, you know, strong, beautiful black queen. This is how we support our women. This is what we should do. This is how we should, you know, take these proper steps to letting a woman know that we love them. And, you know, so he creates all these videos and does all this stuff and talks about all this shit that men aren't supposed to do. And then he turns around and, and you know, is cheating, you know, like... cheating, cheating on his wife and, you know, doing all this extra shit. And I feel like a lot of people too on social media, bro, they they fall in love with those people that are giving them game on how things are supposed to be. You know what right. I'm saying? So like people become so like, just kind of involved with that Mesmerized like Whatever, moms, whatever they say is Bible. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's kind of how people look at it. And it's, it's ridiculous. And it, it kind of, I'm glad that kind of woke people up to, to be like, man, live, live your life. You know what I mean? Play out your own situations, how they supposed to play out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't be looking to somebody else for, for the, for the answers. You know what I mean? Unless you asking God, you know what Ooh. I'm saying? You asking somebody else for advice or listen to somebody else for, for advice. And he doing that same shit that he telling y'all that men do. He out here doing the same shit. You <laughs> bro, know what's the problem, bro? Like people be idolizing these people, man, too much. And like you said, you just hit the nail on the head. You the idolized guy. That's what you idolize, and we ain't. I ain't trying to preach today, but like my boy Nate Ali said, chase God, chase God, chase God. point blank. Period. Y'all chasing these people who, bro, Instagram. Listen, I love social media. Like that's my literal job as a social media producer. I'm on there probably too much, so I love it. But I also know, I know that it's fake. I know people go on Instagram 
and they post what they want you to know about them or what they want you to think about them. So like, don't go in there believing every single thing that you hear or that you see, because these, these dudes be lying. Take everything with a grain of salt. Now I will say this, I'm not saying, it was it was kind of funny just because of the, the irony of him, you know, preaching so much about a, being a great black man and calling people out and then, you know, behind those doors, you doing dirt. So it, it was kind of funny from that. But I will say this, like, I don't want to go too hard on them. And I don't, I, I didn't even know the guy prior to this. I didn't, I didn't really look at none of his videos or nothing. I just hearing about him like recently. So, but I don't think we should go too hard on them. The only, only reason is because we all then made crazy mistakes. And I'm not talking just in relationship, just in, in life in general, right? We we're all hypocrites to some extent, to some degree. We've all preached something and then acted against that in some way, whether it's in sports, whether it's in school, whether it's at your job, whether you tell your homeboy how they should move. And then we've all, if we just really think back about our lives, we've all been hypocrites. Only only reason why it's so big with him is that it was public. And, and, and yeah. obviously that's something that he used as like a kind of, kind of a, a career. But at the right. end of the day, ain't no human perfect. We all mm -hmm. know that. Ain't nobody perfect. I'm a, I'm a Christian and I sin. <laughs> I sin probably weekly I, I should i say daily i not yeah if i'm being real so is that is that not being a hypocrite in a sense so like you know what i mean so my point is he was wrong i ain't trying to defend him but i'm not about like the whole like cancel culture thing i told you that before yeah. so like i like you, you give him a little break you know i, I, I get it bro but I, one thing about me bro is like i get it like we all sin we all come short you know of mm -hmm. glory you know at times but at the same time you know, if, if I'm, if I'm coaching you, right, I'm really affecting you. Like what I'm saying is affecting, you know, how you move, like, right. and I'm doing it consistently. So if I'm doing that consistently, then that changes the whole scope of kind of the, who you are as a person now, like you've been speaking and you've been giving people this advice and how to maneuver and giving them direction and things like that, what should happen, what shouldn't happen and stuff. And people are literally using this information and applying it to their lives. And you turn around and do, do something like that, bro. It's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a pastor. I, I, you know I, I, yeah. Like, like, I, like I know we was going to go there. Like, you know, pastors do, do fall short too, but it's like you consistently, when you consistently do it then, then you eventually you're going to start to lose your congregation. People are going to start to go away from you because it's like, I don't want to be following somebody who's telling me what the truth looks like, but they're not walking in the truth. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I was about to ask you a question because I was, uh, so what, I agree with, with what you said. That's, that's, a, that's a great point. And I was going to bring up, you know, the church and the pastor. Uh, my question for you though is, so just because someone's doing wrong, does that mean that the message that they're giving is wrong? Mm. Like, so just because he's he's cheating and messing up, does that take away from what he said in the advice that he's given? Like I don't two, think so. Two plus two is still four. Yeah, you know I, what think, I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think giving game is giving game, right? But right. It's, it's, it is also about the messenger, though. Like, if, if the messenger is not credible, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like. You know, my my one year old, you know what I mean? Let's just kind of kind of talk in, you know, just kind of big picture folks, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously he ha he has a couple words under his belt, but if he came to you with some crazy information, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll think you'll think twice 
about believing that information right out right. the gate. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same with you know these these people out here who who are lying about stuff. So like this guy's this guy's you know giving us the game. You know what I mean? And what he sometimes the shit that he be saying be like some shit. Like I'd be like, whoa, this dude throwing us some gems right now. Right. But right. it's now it's like it don't really hit home for you like that because it's like, he's not applying it to his life. Like for my pastor, I want my pastor to be walking in his truth. Right. right. I don't want, I don't want somebody to give me the game and not live not it, living it or not be close to it or be able to understand and comprehend it or be in that situation to then draw back you know what I mean? Their testimony and give me different situations of how yeah, to maneuver yeah. through it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like coach. It's almost like music too, in a sense, right? Like sometimes people like uh, uh, artists will lose respect. Like you got a guy rapping about the streets and exactly. doing all this, exactly. killing and thugging and all that, but then you find out th- th- this was a, this was a good boy growing up, and he ain't know nothing about the streets, and he ain't don't hit different. It's like that's uh, a little, it's a little weird. Like, yeah, because because we know we know in the hood, people, you know what I mean. People doing what they doing, they hustling, they serving. You know, right. people getting locked up, people sleeping on cots and stuff like that. Like, we know that's the truth, right? Right. But if that person rapping that, not living that, then it's not it's not validated though. It's like, right. all right, whatever. Like, it's cool. <laughs> like, I understand it. Like, you, that's real. Like, it sounds you know, good, but like, life. like I understand it. But at the same time, like, that's not what you're doing though. You yeah, now that's that's real rap, man. Like in, in any lane we, we go to, sports, whatever, it's like anything, bro. Someone who's been there and done it and lived it, you're gonna respect them more and listen to them more than someone bro. who ain't did it. Bro, credible credibility is everything, bro. Like once you shoot down your credibility, it's so hard to come back from that. Like from that. And I and I guess he's back, he's back at it, like talking, but it's like for me mentally, it's like I wouldn't even get this guy the time of the day to even hear a word out of his mouth or what he has to say. Obviously, like I said, like you said, which was a great point, we all make mistakes. Like we all, you know, fall short, you know, at times and things like that. But it's like, but if you are on a pedestal where you're preaching constantly and consistently what to do and what not to do, and then you, you know, turn around and and doing the wrong thing, it's like, how am I, you know, how do you want me to do that then? How do you want me to live right. your word if you're not living your word? Nah, I, I like, yeah, I agree with them. The more we talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, like this dude, he, dude, he definitely wrong. Because it, it, the reason why I think he's he's really wrong is because what you're saying, like, he's affecting other people. Right. So it's not about, like, if it was just him and, like, and his, he just his wife's up, like, that's just him. Exactly. Right. But you leading other people, and now you're messing them, you might be just messing them up. So that's wrong. You should never then, do that. Yeah. You know, just like, imagine, bro, like all his videos go viral, bro. So it's like you got people, you know, you know, like you said, like that literally worship him, literally take his words and, you know, soak his game up as much as possible and try to apply it. Like, like, I, and like you said, I, which was a great question. The receiver, you know, the messenger can be giving us the truth. You know what I mean? But it, it's sometimes hard to apply that actual message if the messenger isn't really living that living that actual truth you know what i mean yeah so that's real though but it just it just goes to show you like you said is you know social media is a game man like that's not that's not put our eggs you know into that into that platform and and think that you know one person is going to tell us how to find that person or tell us how to get through that situation like that ain't gonna work you know what i mean you better talk to god you better go talk to that woman talk to that man you know what I mean, that's that's it for real. Right, right. That boy, hey, he fixing the hat. When you fix the hat, I know you. I know you I talking mean, about some real. You know I 
Yeah. Bro, we on the porch, bro. I'm double cup too. You double cup. That's that D-Wade in me right there. That's that D-Wade drink right there. That's that wine. That's that wine. Oh, okay. He on, he on the wine ways. I'm on, on the wine ways. today, bro. You know, that, that I always bounce back quick with the wine. Yeah. I was on the 1942. I was on the tequila down there in Houston every day for like two or three days. You know, I'm, yeah. I don't drink like that. So it's like when um, I'm when I'm on it, like two, three days in a row. Yeah, that should catch up with you. So I'm like, bro, I was on, I was on story margaritas all Cancun, bro, killing them. Like four, five on a day, killing them. Margaritas, margaritas. Oh, I be drinking that sweet stuff, bro. That should be messing my stomach up, bro. I be, I be hurt with that sweet drink, bro. I wake up with headaches and shit. I already know, bro. I ain't gonna bring up them old school stories, bro. But I already know how you get down, bro. bro. I used to live life though. I used to live life to the fullest. I used to pay for it in the morning, but I used to live life. <laughs> bro, going through it, bro. Going through it. Our boys so. be hurting. So now nah, I feel you. Hurting, bro. Hurting. That's why I'm like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cooled out now, dog. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? So switching gears a little bit. Yeah. Um, we'll jump into a little bit of the sports world. Um, I know we every, you know, we kind of know what's going on with you know KD and uh Michael Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. Yeah. yeah. Did he play? I think he played in higher learning too. Um, I know he was in next Friday. Next Friday. Okay, sure. he was in next Friday. Yeah, he played in higher learning. He was the he was the, the, the dude that was about to uh he shot Tyra Banks. Oh, okay, got you, got you, got you. Got higher you. learning, and then yeah. uh, what's his name? Omar Epps went up there, whooped him, boom, boom, yeah. boom. He was that. He was he was in that white power group. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. a cool dude though. He cool, cool like dude. a lot yeah. of stuff. A lot of stuff that I see him doing is always kind of like pro. Like he's like. Why are you doing this? Like, this is the right way. You know what I mean? What you're talking about is stupid. Like, he usually is, you know, always on the, on, on the good side. And he's, fun, and he's relatively recently, funny, too. He's relatively funny. I yeah. Him, yeah. But most recently, though, I mean, with the KD situation, I don't think I really rock with what he was doing, though. What you think? Man, I definitely don't, bro. Like, first of all, let, let me say this. The, the messages that KD was sending was definitely out of pocket. You know what I mean? You definitely don't want to bring up another man's wife at, at, at any point. Right. Um, and, he, and KD was going hard. I mean, I'm sure you guys seen the messages, you know, by now. So he was out of pocket for, for some of the stuff that he was saying. But with that said, Michael Rappaport should have never posted those private messages online. That's a that's like rule. Like that's that's the code, bro. You don't do that. You don't never expose a personal conversation, good or bad, online, bro. That's why it's a DM, it's a direct message to you. If he wanted to be public, he would have posted the video on his damn story or his feed and, and everybody would have saw it, heard it, whatever. So I just like, as a man, bro, like that, that, that was a weak move to me. Like, like what was your intent? Well, that's always my question when, when people do stuff. What was your intent behind that action? To me, it was just clout. It was like, you know, I, I have a name, people know who I am, but like, I'm not KD. You know what I'm saying? So if I if I expose KD, it's gonna bring some 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 juice and some energy around my name, even for a brief period. And, and that's good. That's good for my following. That's good for my attention. Whatever. And that's my two cents. And again, from everything I've heard, Michael Michael Rapport is a great guy, good dude. So I'm not dissing him as a person. I'm just saying this one singular action and situation yeah. was out of pocket. You don't do that. And then. I find out that the NBA find KD, what, 50, 50, racks. 50, 50 racks. racks? Come on, bro. They've been trying to get, bro, these leagues will find any reason to just get free money. You mean to tell me you're going to find Kevin Durant for some personal messages? 
Some right. something that ain't got nothing to do nothing to do with the game of basketball. Nothing. It's just a conversation he's having with another individual, and they step into his life and find him. Bro, it makes zero sense. Like it had nothing to do with on the court. This is him texting. So like, so I mean, that's a dangerous territory. So what are we gonna start doing? Like, what if these like you know wives or husbands, whatever the case may be, start exposing you know arguments that they have with with their significant others who may be athletes? Like, are you going to start finding them every time you see a bad word in the text message? This is real life. People argue. People get into it. People say bad stuff. I've said some crazy shit in my life when I was angry because we all have emotions. But like, you don't, you don't get fined for it. So I don't know. But I thought the whole situation was crazy, bro. That's, it's that's funny, wrong. bro, because then I read, I read like a little tweet that Michael Rappaport said. He was like, "Yeah, like I think it was before he actually uh, leaked the actual messages." He was like, "Yeah, your uh, your hero, your so called hero. You know, he's not, he's not the hero that you guys claim to be." Like. By him just saying that, even before the messages, it's like he had an ulterior motive. Exactly. To, to, to get something, you know, get 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 KD agitated, aggravated, get something out of it, and then put him put him on wax and put him on blast like that. So now I'm like, like you said, it, it, it may have been something where you know he wanted to get KD fired up and it, and, and it worked, and KD bit the bait, yeah. you know, and and it fire and it and it you know fired back at him. But I'm like, at the same time, the NBA need to just you know, stay out of folks' business at the end of the day. Like, let people live their life outside of, you know, the sport. You know what I mean? It's like, I get it. Like, these people are on these high platforms. They're always being watched. But at the end of the day, we talked about it a little earlier. Like, people are human. You know what I mean? People have the right to defend themselves. People have the right to respond. Um, If they feel disrespected, people have the right to respect themselves and respond accordingly. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, he was probably just, you know... Amped up, mad, you know, in the moment, heated. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it was a few things that he said that crossed the line that I thought was uh, a bit disrespectful, sure. respectful, but not $50,000 worth of disrespect, though. Hell no, nah, ain't no $50,000 worth, boy. He, that, he, he might as well pull it up and actually fought him. He gonna have to pay that amount. Like, might as well. Racks. 50 racks. Damn, 50 racks for, for a couple text messages is like, you know what I mean? It's like now, my, Michael Rappaport, you owe my man fifty racks because you 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 didn't antagonize this man and and poke the bear, and he responded, and now he's getting getting the brunt of uh, the punishment for for some shit that you created. Right, and don't get me wrong, like I know, like let's put everything into context. I know fifty racks to KD is like it ain't nothing but some it ain't nothing but some crumbles to the Rito bag. Yeah, but it's pressable, bro. It's pressable. Y'all ain't on fifty thousand. Come on, league. We gotta do better than that. Racks, bro. bro. You know I can do a fifty racks, Bolo. I'm paying off the little debt I got, you know what I mean? Pay this car off. I pay my car off, bro. What we doing? I ain't got no crib like you yet. I might put money down on the crib, at least half. You know, we in LA. I might have put 30 down on the crib out here. Use the 20 just to pay off some debt. And then whatever I got left, throw it in some investments. Like 50? What y'all on? That shit ridiculous, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't go for it. At all, so it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a tough game to play. I guess that's what you sign up for. You know, what I mean, being on that platform, and yeah. you know, one thing about the celebrities and like you know, rappers and you know, actresses, actors and stuff. Everybody kind of who have a million plus followers, they get spammed all the time with all that nonsense and that bullshit and stuff like Man, that. Like death threats, they get all crazy, types of stuff. Death threats and stuff, and you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who just blow it off and just you know not even pay attention to it. Like I know some, some people say, 
you know, sometimes I just sit down and I go through the comments and stuff. I use it as motivation. And some people get broken by it. People break down yeah. and, you know, really look at the comments and it really affects their lives. Like they think that money, that money shit is, you know, um, makes you uh, invincible and covers up your feelings and stuff. But them folks be looking at them comments, man. Don't think, don't think because they got millions of followers, they ain't looking at them comments and th- seeing what people saying. You know what I'm saying? That shit is oh. affecting them too. So I be always, I'm always conscious of, you know, seeing people and seeing how people dog. Cause bro, when they say that the internet is undefeated, the internet is undefeated, bro. Undefeated. Can nobody win against the internet, bro? You will, you are outnumbered. You know what I'm saying? You know, you'll get outsmarted. You know, you got to move correct on there cause they will jump on your shit quick. Bro, they find some shit you said in 2011 that contradict bro. what you saying now. Quote retweeted and, and like, what's up? It's like, dang, like, I can't, a brother can't change his mind. <laughs> in 10 years like what? <laughs> come on man so nah, i'm right so, there with you so bro speaking of uh celebrities bro it came in my head i was thinking about it and i know we talked a little bit before the show bro let's talk about Lil nas x bro oh, like I, I i hate to even give this guy the energy but i think it's important for us to at least touch on this dude because he has been in the in the media for a little bit um unfortunately just putting out some some bad shit bro like and i get it like i was talking to kayla and a few other people about it i think he he wants to put that image out there to get people to listen to his music and kind of try to you know make it this like weird attention getter where people are streaming his music and stuff but man i lost a lot of respect for that dude bro like from the shoes and stuff bro and kind of you know how he's, what he's doing, like, I get it. Like, I, I'm all for people being creative, being themselves, doing whatever they need to do to express themselves. That's all, I'm all for that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But then when you when you step into the other side of, you know, creating shoes with human blood on it, 666. And that, that part was way too far. To me, that was way worse than the video to me, honestly. It was like, it was like timeout. It was like timeout, like, like this is- Chill. This is now, like chill, like, so I'm happy. I'm happy that um, Nike, you know, jumped in immediately because of the, he was getting a lot of flack from celebrities too. And Nike was getting a lot of flack about, you know, Hey, like how, how are y'all supporting somebody who, you know, putting out this, this devilish right. shit, you know what I mean? It was like, they got nothing to do with us. We ain't like, approved. You, you know what I mean? So I heard Lil Nas X say the world is so crazy how Nike can, you know, cancel, you know, my, my expression and what I think, um, I should be able to do and, and how I can, you know, express myself as a person and stuff like that. I guess how far can somebody go to express themselves? Cause I think that was just over the top. You know what I mean? I, I, from the standpoint of him saying, I get, you know, I get what he's saying. Like don't cancel my expression. Right. You know what I mean? In, in my, uh, free, free country, artistic free, ability right, and shit right. like that. But at the same time, bro, that's like a line you can't cross though. That artistic expression goes out the window when you bringing in, you know, that, that devilish mindset. Like, and I know people, there's people who worship Satan. There's people who don't believe in God as everybody has their own opinions and beliefs. And it's a free world. People can believe and think what they want to think, but it's like, when you affecting the masses, like you are though, you know what I mean? You can't be putting that bullshit out here like that, bro. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Nah, and I agree with you, but when I first even heard about the, the, the video, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, wait, what, what is he what is he even thinking about here? And I uh watch the video, bro. Yeah, no, I, I haven't I haven't I think I saw a couple little images online, but I'm like, I don't even want to put that energy, you know, within at all. Um, at all. Uh, 
So, but me being like, I'll be a little, little bit of devil's advocate here, you know, I guess. So, uh, me, me being someone who always try, tries to see both sides, I want to do a little, little bit more research on it. So, I, I saw a video, uh, it was on Fox Soul. I know it was like Vivica A. Fox and uh, Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray, all them. They were talking about it. And uh, they were saying that, uh, so like from the, from the artistic standpoint, I guess his mindset in the video was that like, a lot of Christians say that you know being gay is like against the Bible and it's it's a sin, simple way of life, and all this and that. So I guess the thought for him the video was showing him like like he like he's being like rejected from like heaven because like right. like he's gay and getting sent down to hell, and he's trying to manipulate the devil in order to like take over and be able to like only trying to make it back to heaven. Or he's just trying to take over. So like, what like when I heard like the reasoning behind it, I was like, okay, I, I feel a little better. Like, again, I told you before, like I'm all about intent. Like, what was your intent? So I, I felt a little better, but it's, I'm still with you. Where I'm like, some stuff you just can't. You gotta just be safe. Like, even if your intent was positive, you know. The thing about Little Nas specifically, though, why he has to be safe, his brand is a lot of kids, exactly, a lot of young exactly, people, bro. Exactly. You, can't, you can't go from Old Town Road and you got nine-year-olds loving you and doing all that, and you hit them with this. And these same kids gonna see this on YouTube and stuff, and they're gonna be asking questions and be be confused. So I just think, really, Lil Nas X, he, he, he grown, he grown man, but he's young. He's like 20, 21. Mm -hmm. Whoever his marketing team is, they should have stepped in and like gave some a little, little bit of advice. And maybe they did, because I don't know the whole story, but you gotta be like, listen, man, like you gotta know your market, you gotta know your brand. Again, he ain't the first one who's ever, you know, said some, you know, demon type stuff or some type of, like, I mean, quick example, just by name alone, Three Six Mafia. We used, to, I used to listen to Three Six Mafia growing up. Now I didn't really think about the title, their name, until later on I got older. I just thought they made good, you know, good rap music and stuff yeah. like that. So like, again, I'm not trying to act like he's the only person who's ever done something, but it just he, he just went real far. And like I said, to me, the shoes was even. That was the thing. Like you sold six hundred and sixty-six pairs of shoes. You got the number on the shoe. You got actual like human blue. Like I'm like, bro. Like, all right. Like the video. I I kind of understand what you were trying to do, but now the shoe was like, all right. Now you now you just really tripping. So right. It was it was beginning to just be a little bit of like just like I don't know how hard you're trying to work to like get that message across to people. Right. And like you said, like you have kids that are watching you and kids are gullible. Like kids are curious. They eat up anything that they see. Mm -hmm. So it's like the last thing we need, especially in that generation, you know, behind us is like people looking at it and it's like, okay, Lil Nas X who created Old Town Road. You know what I mean? He's a star. Everybody loves him. Now he's, you know, on his demonic shit and you know right. doing all this crazy shit and like i said it, it may not be a situation where you know this is a whole other topic where you know kids come out one way and you know i think that kind of happens you know organically but at the right. same time then that's creating unwanted conversations and you know what i mean that don't, don't need to be had with kids that are six seven eight years old you know what i'm saying right. you're not even supposed to be at that place right now so it's like and it's so hard when you when you're a parent to censor you know, what your kids watch and stuff, because it's everywhere from YouTube to TikTok to Instagram, you know, you're going to see it everywhere. So, you know, you can't really censor as much um, as you would like, because 
kids are so smart these days. If you go, if you take oh. it away from them, they'll find a way to watch it. You know what I mean? They got a friend that probably has access to it, so they'll get their hands on it. So it's just tough, man. Like, I just think a lot of stuff, you know, obviously we want to continue to push the need to allow people to be creative and to express themselves. But at the same time, we still have to be conscious of those messages that are being portrayed through that artistic expression. Yeah, bro, I'm with you. And I, I just think like, it's like a double-edged sword. Like I want one part of me, like I love the fact, like you said, we're able to be artistic and be our full selves and stuff like that in today's age. But on the other side, it's like, like it, ha- it has to be a line at some point. Like, like, like we can't let just everything go because then we won't have any order, nothing at all. Like right. people just be doing whatever the hell they want to do. Or call me a horse today. Like I ain't gonna go in that conversation. Like whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, whatever you like. It's like, it gotta be some line at some point. Like, damn, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't about disrespecting you or who you, it's like, it's like, come on, bro. Like some stuff is just common sense. And I guess it ain't, it ain't so common, but it does, it's common sense to me. Like, bro, you, you, you got human blood and shoes? Well, I mean, that's, that's why I'm in it, bro. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just gotta be careful, man. We gotta be careful, you know, with what, uh, I also got to be careful what I watch. Like I, you know what I mean? Cause you, you, you don't, you, you know, we old and you know, we getting older and we understand, but it's like, bro, the more and more you feed yourself bullshit, bro. It's just like, your mind takes that shit in, bro. So like, it's like, Man. I'm at the point now where I just try to like, just like, bro, I ended up, I was on Spotify and his song popped up, bro. And I wasn't even thinking and I'm in, in my head, you know how you just hear a song in the background, you know how they listen. I'm like, that's that little Nas X song. Like, let me turn this shit off. Like, it's just, I ain't trying to hear none of this shit. I ain't trying to have my son hear it. I ain't just, bro, I'm just totally just, I'm like, I never was a big, I like the, the, the Old Town Road song, but I wasn't a big little Nas X fan yeah, yeah, yeah. from the get-go. But it's like, now I'm at the point where like, bro, I have to cancel that nigga for real, bro. <laughs> God, now, bro. You know I like cancel, but the man 21, 20 years old, man. Let's give him a chance. He's still learning, bro. He's still learning, yeah. but I, he just need he 20. just needs somebody, somebody to guide him, bro. He need so guidance, bro. Yeah. Imagine you have all that tension and money at 20 years old, right? No telling what the hell he would have done. I'm not saying with yeah, human blood, but you know, he might do some other stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. Let's I pray for him, bro. Okay. Yeah, we're we gonna pray for him, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not always, I'm not gonna. And uh, I'm not gonna force your hand and, and say you always gotta go towards God. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm gonna do, but I ain't gonna, you know what I mean? That's your life. But at the same time, it's like, bro, come on, bro. That ain't <laughs> that ain't the way. That ain't, ain't the, the way. Ain't you know what I mean? Way, I know everybody bro. got different views about you know certain stuff, but we ain't gonna talk about that, you know, because that's a whole nother can of worms. But it's just like, bro, what's wrong is wrong. That's I'm I'm gonna say that, bro. What's wrong is wrong, bro, for real. Forget all like that. that. Like, hey, just like, like that. that. And we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it on that, man. Facts, bro. Facts. So um, I know we uh we close to, to the end of our uh time here, man. I got a couple, I got a couple uh this or that, um Ooh. leave one, take one type of type of scenarios for you. So I want to run by you. Let's um, do it. so hey, so when we first started, y'all for our listeners, we always had like these these end of the show knickknacks that we used to throw at each other just to kind of you know, kind of figure out, you know, where our minds at in certain areas. So like this or that, like pick this, 
um, or that, or, you know, kind of what if, you know, kind of different scenarios. So I got a couple, a couple scenarios. I'm going to run past my boy D now kind of pick his brain. So this one, um, this one I was thinking about last week is, uh, pick one, let one go. So, um, you got to pick one, you got to let one go. So ketchup and mustard, you got to pick one, you got to let one go. Oh, that's easy. I'm picking ketchup, letting mustard go. I, I don't use mustard a lot. It's very rare. Ooh. Very rare. Easy. Okay. Ketchup, I use ketchup on a lot of stuff, bro. Fries, burgers, eggs, potato, uh, fried potatoes, hash browns. Hell. I mean, a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I love ketchup, too. I think I'm a ketchup guy, too. All right, music or sports? Ah. Ah. Ah, uh, pick one, pick one, let they, one go. They go together, Bolo. Um, I'm I'm a pick sports. I'm gonna let music go. It sounds nuts, Ooh. but like without sports, I wouldn't be where I'm at in my life from a career standpoint, opportunity standpoint. Going to college for free, sports have been a bigger role, but it'd be so weird without without music. <laughs> okay, okay. Pick one, let one go. Instagram, Twitter. Pick Instagram, let Twitter go. Oh, really? I, I really don't jump on Twitter, but Twitter has been going really strong lately. And a lot of people are on Twitter, like constantly, faithfully, like just kind of tweeting away. So I think a lot of people rock with the Twitter, but I just think it's more like interaction Twitter. on the Instagram, though. It's, it's, I, I like Twitter, though. I, I get some little information, a little breaking news with sports. It'd be some funny stuff going on. But yeah, Instagram just I, I'm a visual guy. And not saying you can't post pictures and videos on Twitter because you can, but Instagram is specifically for pictures and videos and, you know, for highlights, all oh, whatever you want to watch. Just, I'm more of a visual guy. So Instagram for me. Okay. All right. I got you. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, Jay-Z. Okay. Jay-Z. Or Lil Wayne. Don't play with me, bro. Weezy at bro. I'm picking Lil Wayne. Jay Z gotta go. All respect to Hov, businessman, entrepreneur, longevity, the knowledge, the game. I would love to sit down with you, meet you, rap with you, learn from you. But y'all know I'm rocking Lil Wayne, man. That's my guy, man. Stop playing. Hey, because hey, it's only right that I leave that as our last. Uh, uh, because my dog had the pleasure of sitting down with my dog, Lil Tunchy, Lil Wayne, Lil Louisiana, Weezy F Baby. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> my bro, my bro got his number. He hit him, he hit him on the line. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm I'm proud of my dog. My dog is breaking barriers, bro. So tell me a little bit about it, bro. I'm excited to hear a little bit about, you know, interaction with Lil Wayne and you know, being able to get in his personal space and, and talk to him like that. You don't you don't find that, you know, right. too often. Somebody being able to really sit down with Lil Wayne and chop it up with him. Nah, for sure, man. I appreciate it, man. Man, this whole experience has been dope. So, I mean, first of all. How I met him in the first place was just crazy. So as you guys know, man, spent spent about two years being on, on Speak for Yourself, you know, Fox Sports studio show. And I had my own segment, you know, Darnell's Question of the Day, had an anti-social segment as well. And every day on the show, I would wear a different shirt with like a, a, a player who I, who I like or entertainer who I mess with, whatever. So I had a shirt that said Wheezy with a picture of, of a goat. Now... I had no idea Wayne watched our show. No idea, no clue. Uh, so one day I'm driving home, you know, from work and my phone blowing up. Twitter mentions going crazy. I'm like, what's going on? I checked my phone at a light and this little Wayne gave me a shout out. He's like, shout out to Darnell from Speak For Yourself. You know, uh, that's love, you know, wearing the shirt. 
And I'm, bro, I've been a Lil Wayne fan since I'm like six years old when the Block Is Hot came out. So mm -hmm. it's like, what? The guy I've been rocking with my whole life, who I look at as like the greatest rapper of all time, personally, showing me love. So like right. there, we connected on like Instagram, just, you know, rapping, talking about the show, just whatever. And he, yeah, he just was like, hey man, here's my number. If you ever need anything, just in general, hit me up. So I'm like, man, like this is crazy. I got Lil Wayne number, right? So. So for me, I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna use it until like something big or very important comes up. I ain't about to Wayne busy as hell. He's in the studio all day making music. I'm not gonna hit him up on some just whatever. So about a year later, you know, as you know, I'm right, I'm working right now, and I can't give too many details, but I'm working on kind of producing a little a little digital little piece right now. Um, and so I reached out to Wayne, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Would love to have you on. And he reached out, he, he responded immediately, bro. was like, I would love to do it. It's all love, tell me the details. And literally though, we took like a month and a half, whatever, two months, almost planning, figuring out location, whatever, whatever. And, and man, last night, man, was just beautiful, man. He came out to the, to the, to the studio, iced up, grill, shine. I'm like, I'm like, this is what real jury look like, huh? I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> he got about a hundred thousand at least. And, um, mm -hmm. At least that, you know what I mean? And we sat down, had a dope discussion, man. Like I said, I, I can't wait till I'm able to actually share everything and release it so everybody bro. can see. But Wayne, he's a real dude, man. Anybody had not had a chance to meet him? Good dude, man. Down to earth. He a real one, man. And it's all love. So crazy experience, bro. That's love, bro. I'm happy for you, bro. I know you just, you manifested that, bro. I know you always used to talk about Wayne and, you know what I mean? Now you got to sit, sit down with him, chop it up with him. So that's what's up. Shout out to Weezy F Baby. Hopefully yes, you can get to the point where he on the porch kicking it. Come you know join I mean? the porch, Chop Wayne. It. You know what I mean? Come join the porch, Come Wayne. On. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know, never say never, bro. Sky's the hey. limit. Sky is the oh. limit. Now, I see how you did the little. <laughs> feel me? You feel me? You feel me? So, hey. hey. I'm your boy B Jones, AKA Bolo. And you know I'm rocking with the coldest, if not the best co-host <laughs> in the world. Ah, don't geek me up, Bolo, man. It's your boy, D-Nail, a.k.a. Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice, and this is The Porch. Hit the subscribe button, Let's man. Tune it. in. Share it to your friends. Share it to your families. Bolo, man, hey, it's been real. Enjoy hey. your weekend, baby. Peace, love, and blessings, y'all. We out of here. Always knew I would make it. I'm locked in. Locked in. Never stopping. I got money. They act like they like me. Foreign women, expensive and pricey. Doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking. Yeah, they love me. They like how I'm rocking. Showing love since the day that I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.